All right, we are back in the show after the show that comes after the show. That's, that seems way too complicated. We should think of a better name. Post show? Nailed it! Seems formulaic. I just want to be a little more. <laughs> uh, let's see. Anything interesting that's not about this dumb world that we like? It's about this dumb world, but it's not about the dumb world that uh, that makes people. Okay, so okay, did you watch any more of the Expanse? I'm curious. You don't, you don't have to say I, yes. I haven't. Okay, no. cool. That's fine. That's it's fine. still on the list. I probably will. Uh, I saw that uh, American Vandal got canceled, which I think is fine. I'm. Yeah. I don't need more American Vandal. I didn't need more after the first season. I'm happy. So they canceled American Vandal, and they they just published a second season of Making a Murderer. <laughs> and I watched like an episode of that, and oh, it's awful. Can you watch Making a Murderer after watching American Vandal and seeing them no. like just do what what they did, but like way better? The worst and... part about the new <laughs> season of Making a Murderer is so they got this like rock star of getting people um out of jail whatever that's called getting your sentence overturned or whatever mm-hmm. commuted commuted yeah. that's it and she's like the lady like the lawyer that does this for everybody and they show her like in this garage she bought the car and they're trying to like what reproduce car? the car that the girl was that owned that got killed making a murderer the and original the tr- making a murderer? Yeah. Like this is more about this is the same case? No, yes. No, it's 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 the lawyer trying to get him out of jail. So she's like reproducing like blood splatters and stuff and like so like her people are like throwing like like cadavers around and shit like that. It it and like oh it just like too much Dexter, too much blood spatter splatter experts like pontificating about bullshit. Uh-huh. And sounds like a physics documentary. Boy, when I, I boy w- when I watch those those pop sci physics shit, I get angry. Which one? Like, what do you mean pop sci? Like through the wormhole with Morgan okay. Freeman. Oh, uh, like like anything shit. Michio Kaku. Anything, anything that's in that realm, right? Where, okay. where they're like. They're but there's a fine. I mean, so th- I want to talk. Okay, let's explore this, right? Yeah. There's a pretty fine line between that and Neil deGrasse Tyson and even Physics Girl, I think. I mean... Sure. So, uh, like, yes. and I think both Neil but deGrasse Tyson and Physics Girl that you, you, you're pretty much a pro on, right? I mean, you're a fan of those ones. Sure. Okay. I, I think Neil has, like... <laughs> do you want any more of this? Uh, yeah, I do. I think that uh, I'm not trying to put you on the spot. I'm just trying to flesh it out. Right? No, yeah, right. No, and and I'm trying to put my my words in into or my thoughts into words, and it's it, it's it's hard. I, I, there 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 are times when Neil feel it feels like Neil is trying too hard. I mean, there are times when it feels like all of them are trying too hard. Mm-hmm. Um, I I understand what. He's doing, and the the thing that pops when I see all of those that you mentioned, which was Neil deGrasse Tyson, Physics Girl, and what was the other one? 
Michio Kaku? No. Or, or a good one. A yeah. good one. Uh, I just mentioned those two. I didn't mention any third one. Okay, well, the one that, that pops... The thing that pops about those two is a genuine sense of curiosity and okay. uh, and willingness to, like, See, I, I, explore. I don't dislike Michio Kaku as much as I think you do. He's uh, a fabulist. A fabulist. He, yes. Okay, make me hate him. Tell me tell me what you mean. Okay, so a fabulist is someone who uh, essentially invents f- stories about themselves uh, or about the topics that they, okay. that they cover such that these are complete fiction. Uh, like he's a stick up his ass. Is that what you mean? No, no. Oh, I, I okay. mean that when he talks about this stuff, he is telling stories that that is the. It's not how the they actually work. They are bad. He either uses bad analogies or he or he comes up with concepts okay. that actually would not work in physics. Um. Okay. He has a book called Hyperspace. It's all about. Bunch of bullshit. It, it, every, every every time you see Michio Kaku, he's either talking about something that other people express better, or is complete and utter bullshit. Hmm. Okay, he, he's, uh, it's curious. I mean, I'm he's not, got I, Elon I'm Musk not... futurist disease. He's got that yeah. Ray Kurzweil bullshit. He, he has too. the demeanor to be a communicator. I'm trying to imagine. I'm trying to think like what I've seen from him say, and they're like, like if he uses powers for good as opposed to evil type thing. I mean, like I said, there are things that I've seen him say that are you know that are fine, but I've seen other people communicate those ideas better. Other science populators communicate those yeah. ideas better. Like not, not like some podanks don't even know what I'm talking about. Like other people who are at his level or better who explain the concept with more clarity and with uh, a, a better sense like to the to the intended audience of what is actually happening he makes well, that's up it. the intended audience i think that michio kaku is normally on the science channel uh-huh. i think the science channel's intended intended audience he speaks to pretty well Fine, but I'm allowed to hate yes. his, yeah. his I'm, I'm, stuff. I'm, well, I'm I, the really not reasons. trying to defend him. Uh, just trying to rationalize him. I no, I'm, I n- never, never let it be thought that I'm discouraging somebody's ability to get to make a meal, like to get to to, to pay for the a meal for themselves. I, he can do what he does. I, I'm just saying, like. It annoys me to no end when I see him in these things treated as an authority because I feel like uh, at best he is a mediocre authority and at worst he is a utter fabulous who is making shit up. Okay. And I don't like my science guys to be making shit up. That's not what science is about. Science is about what we know, what we can know, and what we don't know. So, okay, I understand what you're saying. Take him, compare him to Bill Nye. Okay. So, like, I don't think Bill Nye is perfect either. He nope. is 
religious when it comes to portraying the facts right. But it drives me up a wall the way he goes layman, the way he talks to a wide audience. You know, uh, he seems to like dumb down like two and a half times more than he needs to or something like that. Uh, I mean, he did grow up in kid shows, right? That that was his... Like the Netflix show. Have you watched any of that Netflix show? Uh, the, I, I watched like ten minutes of one painful. of Painful. Yeah. It was bad. It's fucking painful. It was bad. But you look at who he's communicating to again, and you're like, these are people who, I mean, he's communicating to creationists, right? He's, he's, he's talking to people who have no understanding of science. Well, this is, is he in the Netflix show? Is he, creating, is he communicating to Ken Ham's people? Or is he communicating? I ain't fucking watching it. Are you watching it? I watched it because I was hoping it would get me somewhere, but. I think he's trying to say, like, here's your average Joe. But, like, which average Joe? I think he's... I've shown you some of the like early... A like a 19-year-old average Joe, maybe? Like I showed you, I've showed you some of the early episodes of Space Time, and you mm-hmm. see how in-depth they get at a topic. They yeah. they don't dumb shit down. They, they yeah. don't... They don't... Over complicate a concept but they also don't dumb it down they'll bring they'll walk you through the 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 parts of it that are important Mm -hmm. but then they're going to but they're going to talk about all the parts that are important because there are a lot of parts that make up these concepts Uh, and you have to really understand thoroughly all of them to really get at what the thing is is trying at at what the theory actually says Whereas I feel like the more basic ones, they're either going for more sim- simple concepts or they're trying to just get across the idea of what science is. I think, yeah. I think but that's they, more what Bill Nye is for. Just yeah, kind of, but the counter-argument, you know, the pro-Bill Nye argument is if you can get a million people almost, you know, like if you can, you can reach a million people with like this pop science bullshit, mm-hmm. does that make a difference? Right? Does that help inform? You know, so you reach a million people with pop science bullshit, and then ten percent of those people, or five percent of those people, take the next step. Less, much less. Take the next step. Uh, but, okay, let's just focus on taking the next step. Whatever number it is, right? 1%. How many people who watch... Well, what do you find the next step? The next step is not Greg Weiss doing um, Farrier. No, the next step is caring about something to the point where, where you, you actually devote some time to it in some way or another. Well, but it's like if you watch, a, you watch March of the Penguins, how many people who watch March of the Penguins actually then look up a penguin charity That's a good point. But, I mean, I think that Bill Nye Saves the World and Star Talk Live they, 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 are they pretty a, much the same thing. I think Star Talk Live Star does Talk it Live better. Is much better at yeah, Much I, better. I think they do it better, for sure. But they're, they're, they're trying But it's still, to... it's still about... I mean, Star Talk Live seems to be more curious about the overall world 
and the intricacies and talking to the to the scientists who are in this and getting deep into it. Yes. Whereas the Bill Nye stuff seems all about just the facade, like like presenting. Okay. This. Oh, the other the the counter of that is Star Trek Live needs a comedian to yuck yuck it up. And Bill Nye Saves the World doesn't do comedians. He plays it over serious, you know, so it's... Well, I think that the the comedian is is the right idea psychologically. It might be, it because might be yeah. You, if, if you're in a... Even if you're not laughing at the comedian, the comedian helps to ease the tension and essentially yeah. is there That's to... That's probably my biggest problem with Bill Nye Saves the World is it... It's the so serious. Saves the world. It's a little too serious. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, having levity, have, having the uh, the just the, the the point where you can like I love that this 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 show that's on the BBC called In Our Time, where it's just mm-hmm. four experts talking about some stuff. Oh, it's just so good. But there's no comedian, right? But there's also because they have four experts, it's really tight. You know, it's it's in this like forty minute well, time. The host, train. the host drives right. If there's levity, and there often there can be occasionally, can be but but the host drives it. The host drives it because the host has you know an, an outline of stuff mm-hmm. that the people were going to say. Yeah, he has it together, and he he goes through the topic without that kind of structure. The other like like the the. Star Talk is a much less structured program, so you need to have mm-hmm. someone there to fill dead air, essentially, yeah. and and to to at the same time to sort of keep the mind like in that sense of like if you're laughing or even if you're just like mildly amused, you're probably more receptive to what you're hearing. I think that's that's true. Yeah, so. It, it, it's not an easy question, right? I listen to Star Trek, Star Talk Live. I wish that Chuck was less yuck yuck. Or who's the other comedians on there? Eugene Merman. Uh, Eugene. He's w- funny. He's funny. I wish, and he's probably a little less yuck yuck than Chuck. And then I watch, you know, well, I used to watch Bill Nye Saves the World. I'm like, dude, chill out, right? <laughs> chill out. They I mean, need the comedian on that show. Yeah. And and his his older stuff, at least his 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 but show, he, he's his, too, like his kid show had that has those. Moments. He's too preachy. He's like, yeah, here's how your dynamics works, motherfucker. And if you don't believe it, fuck you. You know, it's, mm-hmm. the 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 essence to which religiosity seeps into everything, including science communication and and science itself, uh, can't be denied. And 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 I think that. That's it's too bad that science has gotten into this battle where it has to be science versus religion when there is religion is is a sort of natural tendency of 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 humans to to hold things sacred mm-hmm. uh to to consider certain things to be uh to be uh, to to be absolute axioms, even though you cannot show them to be absolute, you can't prove it, right? I guess that is like the the core of religion. To, to the at its most basic level, it is believing something that you don't uh, believing something to be universally true that you do not have sufficient evidence to show 
is universally true. Uh, and I think that everyone does this to an extent. Well, that whole... Okay, so what you just said, that sufficient evidence part at the end, right? Because that's the hard part. That's the that's the soft and squishy part. And And for me, you know, it's... I'm a scientist. I... My worldview is around the things that can be proved through science, through ex, expo, uh, experimentation and repeatability, things like that. It's still, I, I wouldn't use the, I wouldn't describe it as a constant struggle, but it is still difficult to rationalize away the, the more spiritual the more religious religiosity, the you know, I'm not sure what you mean. Like, like to to me, there's the pro. So to so to me, when it's, I it's actually sorry. so it's actually like a. Here's what I have. Here's the worldview that I've come to a conclusion with. But it's not completely in line with what my biology wants it to be okay that remember what remember back in the day when we were still discovering all this stuff right uh-huh. and i said things like it would sure be nice if there was a big family reunion in the sky right right it would sure be nice mm-hmm. there's still a part of me today that would like well that'd be fucking awesome well, do I expect it to happen? No, but that'd be fucking awesome. It, so, like, for a while, part right? of me feels well. Part of me feels like I'm like hedging my bet. Like, like it's not. It's not like I'm going to church in case heaven is real, right? I'm not doing it like that kind of thing. You, do you understand what I'm saying? Sort of. Like, but there's that, that, there's so, like, so the, the like, angle... like like everything you've ever said to me, right? You are like you have overcome your nature with your logic right you're vulcan right and i feel that like i feel like for me like my nature still like interferes with some of my with my logic see the, now that's not that's an analogy right sure? and this is based off of the things you've expressed out loud to me over what 15 years but you know do you understand what i'm saying i i do but i i really disagree because like my my conception of this falls in a different way in that my problem like you say something like you're Vulcan and logic and I I I don't mean cold and like no but, no but 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 to me that but you've been able to displace like your biological like need for. I don't know. I don't know. But you know, because of culture, it's hard to tell what's biology and what's culture, right? But let me let me take a step back to say where I'm coming from because I think that because I think we're coming at this from different angles and that makes it hard to translate. Uh, so my angle that I'm coming at the religion versus science thing is very different in that my problem is. From a philosophical standpoint, science has the same has issues that are unresolved and can't be resolved by science alone. There are uh, there 
are things in science which either self-refute or, or cannot, or, or you can't make a consistent system out of the rules. It's been proven that you can't because of the way that logic works and the way mm-hmm. that the logic itself is, is, is developed. So when you say pure logic or I'm coming at it from a Vulcan angle, in some sense, my... My whole deal is there is a, a fundamental absurdity in trusting pure logic. It, in in fact, pure logic is just a vet, you know it, it it's a great way to 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 understand things, but it is also a very great way to be wrong with confidence. That's and, I mean, still. So when you say pure logic, are you saying like evidence-based observation? Or are you saying like... Pure syllogistic Are you logic? being more like philosophical? Like, no, I'm talking like about... Like a philosopher would use logic to figure something I'm out. talking about pure syllogistic logic, like going back to Aristotle, like the, the mm-hmm. three... Uh, you know, idea the, the three main postulates, the three main axioms of, of, of logic, which are uh, identity, law of identity, law of uh, non-contradiction, and law of the... Uh, uh, excluded middle um using those to make then syllogisms and based on those syllogisms if everything is both uh sound and um uh damn it <laughs> this is where terms you know the, the terms mm-hmm. that are used sure. uh uh sound and there's a word that's on tip of my tongue. I, I should know it because it's, it's something that's used all all the time in in logic, and I can't think of the word. Um, but basically, if something is both abs- actually true and the logic is structured correctly, then the conclusion absolutely follows from the premise. Okay. Um. But that only works if those premises are actually true, and if the structure is is correct. Mm-hmm. There are some ways of constructing statements that blow this up. This statement is false, for as a mm-hmm. very right. brief example, right? Right? Or the barbershop paradox oh, we talked about before. Slow down. I mean, for people listening, right? Thus, the the sentence, this statement is false. Mm-hmm. Think about that for a second. I stated it, which when I state something, you would expect a human who you trust would say something that is valid. True. I'm sorry, valid was the other thing. Valid and sound. Oh. Valid means that the structure is correct. Mm-hmm. Sound means that the propositions are true. Okay. So you can have a correct structure, but the propositions aren't sound. Therefore, the conclusion right. is false. So this statement is false. You guys trust me, and I'm saying I'm ex- I'm asserting something. You're asserting something that is, that is because when, when I assert something, you trust it's true. Right. The, the, the I'm assertion you, is supposed to be true. That's the that's the definition of an assertion. Right. But you're saying in the assertion that it's false. What? So what does that leave? Right. Right. A, if if the assertion is false, then it's not true that the statement is false. But if the if it's not true, the statement is false. Then a statement is true. The statement it says the statement is false. So you have this. I'm asserting something is true, but I'm saying 
in the assertion that it's false, right? And I don't think it's really that reciprocal. Or it's, recurs- it's a recursive. It, I don't think it's, it's also it's, recursive. It's, recursive it's more contradictory, right? It's more. But, yeah. It's more. At some point, it breaks the trust that you have in the person who's asserting it, right? Well, it's it's not. Something valid. it's not valid. Something's not valid. Right? It's not structurally valid because you can't set up a statement saying st- essentially all statements are true. This is a statement. This statement is false. Right? You've right. set up that system. So that does I mean, not, you could replace that, contra- that you could replace new- that whole thing with I'm lying to you. Right. Well, well, I, okay. I, I wanted, I want to break it up because I think the, one of the problems with logic is people packing too much into into mm-hmm. a single statement. But if you say this statement is false, that's equivalent to I'm lying to you. But in a, a super, if I more was passive, lying to you, it's a super more passive way, right? And it kind of can. But I'm telling the truth about lying to you, which means I can't be lying to you. But the statement tells you that I am lying to you. So yeah, okay, all right, all right, yeah. yeah. I'm lying to you, but I'm not because I am upfront with my lie. But you can't be upfront with a lie. You can't be telling the truth to someone if you're saying you're lying. You see where yeah, the problem yeah. comes. Mm-hmm. You see where it just just. Boom! All of a sudden, the whole thing blows up, and the problem with anything that's built on logic is that there are statements for which you right, can show so, these things to work, and then there are things that don't work. All right, let's let's decompose this real quick. So, this statement is false is using language, and language is in inextricable. Inextricably. Inextricably. Yes, that's the word I want to say. Tied to our social nature as a species. Uh, Yes, I would. I think that I I would say that that statement has a ninety-nine point nine 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 percent. Okay, so let's take this kind of thing to a community that communicates through movement and chemicals like ants or something like that, right? Bees and ants and stuff like that, right? Well, let's just go down to math because the symbolic math logic... There are rules for the symbolic logic. Okay. We can get there. Let me have this this waypoint in the middle, right? Okay. Okay, so we are super social. We trust people because we succeed when we achieve more together type thing. And then you get to a community of ants or something like that, right? Where it's not speech. It's me putting out pheromones and stuff like that, right? Okay. I'm just wondering how this relates if we try to decoup. I have too many beers in me to to answer this question. But you understand the question I'm saying? Sort of. Like, like, can I say this statement is false with pheromones? Um... I probably there's probably a way a way to put it in but but that language is so complicated and beyond our understanding uh and per, that that mm-hmm. we don't even know how to structure it what the syntax or grammar is 
fortunately, we have something that we've been building for thousands of years, this language, that has a very specific structure to it. And we can show where this contradiction has, and that happens to be math. And all you would simply say mm-hmm. to show this is one equals zero. Right. That is this statement, essentially. Sure, that, that makes it crystal clear that it's false. Right. If it were true, then it would destroy all of the mathematics that is built around sure. it. Sure. So you can't have that statement be true. So that statement cannot exist as a mathematical statement. So presenting that as a true equivalence necessarily breaks math. That's a good point. I mean, it's a really good bow on the end of this conversation, I think, is that yeah, yeah, one equals zero. Obviously, can't happen. If it can happen, if you can explain to me how one equals zero, then that's a whole new math. And if it checks, then it blows up everything. Right. I got to pee. So Me too. I think it's a good place to end. All right. Awesome post show. Yeah. See you guys.